0: Welcome to the Dream Doula Podcast, a sacred space for high-achieving women who are ready to go from burning out to birthing their wildest dreams through feminine energy embodiment, mindset work, and manifestation. I'm your host, Angelica, the Dream Doula, and I'm here to remind you of your divinity. I'm here to provide a regal rebirth so that you can ascend to your most wildest reality, So settle in, get a cup of tea, light a candle, and put on some delicious silk PJs, and keep dreaming with me. Hello, dream goddesses. I'm so excited for this episode. Today, I'm going to talk about how travel is a portal to other dimensions of self. So you know I absolutely love international travel. It's my favorite pastime, and it's one of the things I have really built my business around. And the reason why travel is so important for your personal and spiritual development is because travel is the social lab of life. So what do I mean by that? So when scientists want to test if a new drug or tool works, they don't test people they don't give people the drug and wait 10 years to see what happens and then figure out if it works or not right they put things in a lab a controlled environment where they have like i said a control environment they change the environment and see what happens in a shorter amount of time this is exactly what happens when we travel we change our environment and we see What things need to be changed? What things are brought up for us? Because our limiting beliefs are created in our environment growing up. So when we change our environment, we change the number one factor that subconsciously uh, determines our limiting beliefs, our environment, which includes our actual place and the people we are around. When we change that one factor, which is our independent variable for scientists, We see all the things that matter to us, the things that scare us, the things that are holding us back, and we're really put on, like, a blank canvas to see who we are. Travel, I say, allows you to access deeper dimensions of self, especially solo travel, because in a new environment... You are forced to be in your divine feminine naturally. You are forced to be uh, in your childlike creativity and be curious and to have leisure and pleasure because when you travel, you're not in the hustle and bustle of everyday life. When you travel, you transcend burnout and you're literally put in a new reality. Your body is functioning different on a different uh time scale different time zone your mind is expanded because you're all of a sudden exposed to new people and things and the things that seem so mundane so obvious in your everyday life like going to the grocery store become magical and in these moments we can really see who we are what do we stand for what scares us and things that are holding us back I say travel is the social lab of life because it's a limiting belief buster. What takes you five years to learn at home can be learned in five days during travel because you're changing your most important uh, barrier or your most important factor in creating limiting beliefs and mental barriers, which is your environment. Just like in a lab, how results are sped up by controlling the environment. Same thing in real life with travel. So when we're traveling, how do we know what our triggers are? How do we know what our limiting beliefs are? And the best way to figure this out is look into your body. Get out of your mind and get into your body. When you travel, what parts make you feel a little nervous, uncomfortable, scared, jarring, and obviously not in situations where you're in actual danger, but what things feel a little bit uneasy. So for me, when I went to Egypt, I realized one of my huge money barriers uh, came to surface. So in Egypt, they use Egyptian pounds as a currency, and every uh, form of currency is different, how they, you know, count their money. So, for example, five American dollars is like 100 Egyptian pounds. But, and even though 100 Egyptian pounds and five American dollars are the same thing, in Egypt, and things are so much cheaper in Egypt compared to the U.S., by the way. In Egypt, I was constantly taking out bills that said 100 on them. And even though consciously I know this is only $5, my body gut level reaction was, oh my gosh, you're constantly spending $100. Every five minutes, you're taking out $100. This is so expensive. It's so expensive. And I would notice that, you know, after a meal or whatever, even though it was like maybe a $15, 12 meal, but I took out 300 Pounds, but my mind automatically associated that with $300 just having that symbol. I immediately felt almost a little bit anxious or worried like, oh my gosh, I'm spending so much money here. Even though obviously I'm not, it's just the way the money is labeled made my, or created a gut level reaction, which showed that I have a container around spending $300, on a meal so that means i need to expand my energetic container expand what i think is possible and why does it bother me to you know buy things that are at a higher cost why would it bother me to spend three hundred dollars on a meal if i have it why would it bother me to spend a hundred dollars on something that i really like um and it's not a special occasion. So that really exposed a living belief I have around money that in order to buy, you know, more luxury item things, it must be a special occasion. It can't be an everyday thing. But if I, you know, speak into my life, I'm a seven-figure business owner, money comes to me easily and abundantly. It shouldn't matter if I'm taking out $100 bills, that needs to be my reality. So when I traveled, even though When I'm at home, I feel like I have such an abundant, expansive energy around money. Being in that new environment, being in Egypt, showed me that, hey, subconsciously, I still have some learning beliefs I need to work out around money because I got a little uncomfortable when it felt like to my body I was taking out $100 bills all the time. So travel allows you to really uncover those truths, those beliefs about you that you don't even notice that you have and the way to do that is get into your body learn the situations observe the situations that jar you that make you feel a tad bit uncomfortable and decide what it or decide what is this teaching me what can i learn from it what underlying belief is being channeled here why does this trigger me? And what's the new reality I want to create? So from that moment, when I realized my body was almost a little anxious or uncomfortable taking out a $100 bills, what my mind perceived to be a $100, which was really 100 pounds, like I said, it's only $5 in actuality. I decided I want my next level to reality to be nothing is too expensive for me. I just have to make more money. Money comes to me easily and abundantly so my new normal is i can spend hundreds of dollars every day if i want to and i don't move it doesn't scare me it doesn't budge me and it's not spending but circulating anything i give out comes back to me a thousand times fold and since then it's more than just saying an affirmation it's also doing a lot of embodiment work i've seen my wealth quantum leap so quickly because I decided that, yeah, my new normal includes buying luxury items because I feel like it, not because of the special occasion. And it's okay to spoil myself. It's more than okay. It's actually my divine birthright to live in comfort and luxury. And if that means taking out $100 bills all the time, so be it. So if I was never in that situation, if I had not traveled to Egypt, I probably wouldn't have known that... That limiting belief was still trapped inside my body. And your subconscious, by the way, includes your body and your mind. Another way travel helps you access uh, new portals of self, deeper portals of self, is that when we travel, we see a lot of our limiting beliefs are deconstructed instantly in a new environment. Because a lot of our limiting beliefs are actually cultural, but because we're always in the culture, we're always in our environment, we don't notice that we're in the environment. It's like fish swimming in water. They don't know that they're in water. They're just like, this is what I'm used to. Same thing with your own culture and your own environment. You don't notice that it's a particular culture because you're always in it. But when you're taken out of it, you see that so many of your limiting beliefs are actually just cultural constructs. But, in your land in your reality, it's true because your everyone else makes it true, and it just feels like a a fact when it's not so another example in Egypt, I came away with such deep reverence and respect for um my body, my femininity, my goddess energy, and recently. Uh, let's see, about two years ago, I decided to be celibate until marriage, but I still had the underlying belief that, you know, men need or uh men desire sex before marriage. So anyone that doesn't want to do that, it's obviously a deal breaker. And my subconscious belief that it's just so hard to find someone that also is willing to wait. Till marriage, wait till actual commitment before entering my body. And that became my reality. When I was dating, I had a great time, met a lot of amazing people. But when intimacy would come up, uh, they would quickly shy away from uh, continuing the interaction if they realized they're not having sex, which never disappointed me. I always consider that a blessing because I always say if a man is going to ghost you after he realizes he's not having sex. He's going to do that before. He was going to do that anyways, but just after you guys had sex. So it never really upset me. It was just a pattern I noticed. But then I realized when I was in Egypt that this whole belief that, you know, men need slash want slash must have sex before marriage in order to choose you, in order to Uh, feel committed or close to you was such a huge block limiting belief because Egypt is a majority Muslim country so a lot of women you know have traditional values surrounding sexuality and marriage and niqabs which are um, a head and face covering and a body covering that covers everything but your eyes are commonly worn and the niqab like I said only shows your eyes and The most traditional women um, are only, their husbands or their fiancés only see their face until after they've committed to marriage, meaning that men in Egypt are committing to women without even seeing their faces first, without even seeing their faces. So when I was in that environment, I saw, wait, if women are marrying high-value providers who are committing to them before they even see their face, what am I doing feeling like it's impossible to meet someone that's willing to uh, wait until marriage before you know, entering my body? And in doing that deconstruction work, it really showed me that my beliefs around sexuality and femininity... Um, we're really limited in that being in the American culture where, you know, sex before marriage is popular and common and there's nothing wrong with it if that's what you desire. Uh, but it just wasn't for me anymore. Made me uh, feel like it's just an absolute truth. But being in Egypt, I realized that while people are doing marriage and dating in completely different ways, that you know, are a little bit more aligned to what I'm looking for. So that means it's possible. And once I changed that belief, that belief, I came back to the United States, then I was literally all at once surrounded by wonderful suitors that they, they knew no sex before marriage, blah, 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 and still showed, you know, consistency and chivalry and all that. And it all started with me. It all started with me deciding that, You know, my boundaries, my desires around my body are not deal breakers or barriers, but they're an honor, they're a blessing for the right person. And that could have taken me years and years and years and years and years to learn. But one trip to Egypt, one trip exposed to a new reality where people are doing things completely opposite to my limiting belief, really showed me that Whatever I desire, whatever my boundaries are, will be honored by the right person. And it's not a unicorn of a person because there are societies where men, or that is the norm, where men have to provide for you, have to do X, Y, Z, have to go through rites of passage before they are allowed to access your body, time, and energy. Another reason why travel allows you to access deeper portals of yourself is that you're shown the ways in which American culture, well, I'm speaking from an American's perspective, American culture is so built around hustle and exhaustion and burnout. And when we travel, we're usually traveling for leisure, fun, and pleasure. So we're disrupting that burnout cycle. And we can also reflect on the ways in which our society uh, ties so much self-worth to how much can you produce other countries most countries it is not like that people don't work themselves to the ground people don't you know make school and grades their entire life so exiting that hustle burnout american culture and immersing myself in leisure and pleasure on top of that on vacation really allowed me to reflect on what can i give birth to when i am not exhausted what ideas Hobbies, pleasures, curiosities do I have when I'm not so tired? And how can I bring this new paradigm back home? And you'll find pretty much in every country compared to the United States, it's, of course, there's capitalism everywhere, but it's not, people aren't operating off the same paradigm, you know, work till you die be the best, and to be the best is to exhaust yourself, exhaust yourself, exhaust yourself. And if you just witness how people carry themselves, witness how families interact with each other, and witness how you feel in a different environment when you're not working and when you're actually doing things that are simply pleasurable, that have no end goal, you will access deeper portals of yourself because you can see your true self your true self isn't the self that's you know hasn't slept in 48 hours that has a report due in two days your true self isn't the part of you that's focused on paying bills that's just doing a menial job to you know keep your head above water your true self is yourself that has all your basic needs needs met And then you actually have space and room for curiosity, pleasure, and joy, which is essentially your divine feminine essence. So your travel unlocks and almost gives a permission to letting that divine feminine energy flourish. And Egypt was just one trip. That was my most recent trip. That's why I'm using it as an example, but In all the places I've been to, seeing how people operate in a new paradigm that values more of that divine feminine, more of the relaxation, pleasure, and joy, makes me realize that, one, I don't have to live in burnout mode in order to be successful and to have a great life, and two, what aspects of this culture can I bring into my reality in the United States? And the last thing I will talk about in terms of how travel allows you to unlock new portals of self is when we travel, we're exposed to new worldviews. And to me, in order to have an up-leveled life in every aspect, We have the divine privilege, unlike any other humans in history, where we have access to literally any culture, any piece of information at our fingertips with our phone. We can talk to people from all over the world, even when we can't travel physically. And this allows us to have an up-leveled reality because we're able to adopt the cultural values that best serve us and that are the best of each culture so no culture society does everything right or does everything wrong there is no right or wrong there's just difference and whatever ideas serve you so when you travel you're it kind of goes back to that limiting belief realization you're exposed to world views that may be different from your own but that could be really supportive in your personal development spiritual development journey and may better align to the life you are creating. So when you're traveling, travel with an open heart and open mind and seek to learn what cultural values, what ideas, what ways of being best align with the life I'm trying to create. And like I said, even if you can't actually travel to that place, learn about as many ways of being as you can, as many cultures as you can. Because when you pick the best ideas from each culture that really feel aligned and embodied to your beliefs, you create the highest up-leveled life. So for example, I didn't really like the way Americans do dating, you know, you get a guy, uh, you know, wait three to five years, uh, play house, and then maybe, maybe if he feels like it, he'll marry you. And I was kind of tired of that paradigm that, most Americans operated in. And like I said, there's nothing wrong with it if that's what you align with, but it wasn't for me. So I'm like, okay, there has to be another way. So I started to learn about, you know, dating, relationships, romance, courting, and all different cultures, all different religions, and really took the ideas that best felt aligned and embodied with me and created a new paradigm that now serves me, allows me to live my highest up-leveled reality because I thought there has to be another way, and there always is another way. There's always multiple ways of being, and travel allows us to access those parts that we may not be aware of, but are uh, more true to what we are aligned with. So thank you for listening to this episode. Make sure you comment, like, and share, and I'll see you on the next one. Here's to your wildest dreams. Bye! And I almost forgot, there's only one spot left for my Glamorous Goddess Getaway in Rio, Brazil, October 14th through 21st. We're going to be focusing on expansion and embodiment. And this is really an experience for women who are ready to see their next level of reality, who are tired of playing small, who are ready to just be the women that they can't stop thinking about. So if this sounds like you, make sure you grab that last spot. Like I said, click the website link in my bio on here. And you can always find me on Instagram at the thedreamdoula. All right. I hope to see you there. Bye.